me what you want, open invitation. I'm a human being infused with creative vibration. Utilizing melodies and visual stimulation. Beats and stories get the blur, you get the relation. I get impatient like a doctor racing. Bullets coming from my soul, my body just a casing. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Paralyzed Artist Podcast. My name is Daniel Alvarez. Today, I have a very dope guest. I asked him what he, what he considers himself. And he said mainly a photographer, but I say he's an artist in general. Hunter Hatch, a.k.a. Apollo's Awakens. What's up? How you doing today, bro? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Chilling, chilling. <laughs> right here fucking getting hella nervous and shit. <laughs> How was your drive? Like right down the street? Or yeah, right? I was down the street, so it was pretty chill. <laughs> I hear a little, I don't know, what's that? I hear a little cold or what? what is that that I'm hearing? Uh, um... You know, just thing going on uh, when you party too hard sometimes. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. Is that is that too much of that fucking partying and shit? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fuck it. We've been inside for a whole fucking year and a half. Got a fucking wild out and shit. Anyway, so yeah, let's get into uh, how you got into the photography. Yeah, so... Um how I got into photography is um, I had like a camera through like high school and stuff. And where I lived was in like Orange County, California. And I kind of took like photos here and there, but like really wasn't into anything. Didn't find a passion for anything. And um, I remember uh, showing some of my photos like that I've taken to one of my friends and she was an alternative model. And she's like, oh, these are all great photos. And it was like photos of like surfers, skaters or whatever, like whatever I just like saw, I would kind of kind of shoot, but I wasn't really like passionate about any of it. And after that, I, she basically, um, she, she basically like forced me to do a photo shoot with her. She's like, you're going to do a photo shoot with me. And I'm like, nah, it's not my thing. She's like, no, I'm going to, you're going to do a photo shoot with me. I'm like, no, like I'm fine. And she's like, listen, you're going to do a photo shoot with me. And I'm like, fine, I'll do a photo shoot with you. And, um, I remember just like going to the photo shoot. Um, I was actually really excited to go on the shoot with her and, uh, it was down in San Pedro, but like everything about the shoot was just horrible. Like the shoot, like the timing of the day was like super bright. Like it was like super windy and stuff. So like her hair was like blowing all over the place. It was just like any, like anything that could have gone wrong for the photo shoot went wrong. But, uh, I, after that photo shoot with her, even though the like photos were like really shitty, like I just like started to, <laughs> like falling in love with, um, photography, like, um, I finally found the reason why I like photography for me. Like, um, I've had people ask me like, why don't I do like cityscape or whatever? And I come back to them with, if you have a sit like a, like a certain spot that you shoot that area, if they move or if you can't really like, you can shoot the same spot over and over and over again, but you're not going to get anything different. The reason why I like shooting people for so much personally is because they can have like a certain pose and then all they have to do is change their eye position or change what their lips are doing. Just the littlest details could change the entire photo. Mm -hmm. And so that was like <laughs> that, like 
super cheesy first photo shoot was just the beginning of uh, a long like career of shooting. So like from the very beginning, you kind of like got hooked on it, you can say, or oh yeah, right right after I did that shoot, I started reaching out to people on uh, Instagram to like try to get and do like photo shoots with them. So when I like first started with them doing photo shoots, I really focused on um, a lot of blood and gore photo shoots because mm-hmm. I like got introduced after that to the um, photo meets in LA Mm -hmm. and a lot of those photo meets are like super scary stuff so for like the first year and a half two years I just was known for doing very bloody gory like photo shoots Mm -hmm. Um, got published in a couple magazines for blood and gore and um, what really what really um, changed my perspective is I just wanted to like try to um do like a regular like portrait shoot i'm like hey i always shoot blood like Mm -hmm. maybe it's time to try something different and i'm like um i'm like a very stubborn person when i once i like put my head to something i just want to do it and so i remember talking to this like model and uh we had the shoot plan we were doing like a portrait shoot and she totally bailed on the shoot really like yeah she never came to the photo shoot I didn't hear from her for like days and uh (laughs) I just remember like finally like messaging her like hey like like what the hell happened and she replied you don't even shoot the kind of stuff that I like shooting and so (laughs) my stubborn ass (laughs) yeah my stubborn ass was I was so mean (laughs) like I feel bad now but I really don't um I like just remember telling her I'm like I'm gonna learn how to shoot the way your style is and I'm never going to shoot you again. And that was like what got me into shooting portraits, like more like stylish, colorful. Like I put my own twist on them for sure. Like the color and all that. But, um, that was the beginning of me wanting to learn how to shoot portraits was just in despite of this one person telling me that I couldn't do that. So somebody, she, she helped fuel, fuel that fire to, to get better fast. And, and like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I for sure, like when I see your stuff, like I know it's your stuff. Like I, like I was telling my dad earlier that I was going to have you on, on my podcast. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever really told you, like you're one of my favorite photographers as far as like, finding a style right like like there's a bunch of people that do a bunch of dope shit but like a lot of people don't have their own thing and you're you you have your thing and like from the very beginning i was like when i i remember i when i first saw your page i was like i was like this is a little different so like i, I went mm-hmm. through it or, or and i was cool and the fun like i, I thought a, a lot of it was cool um and the funny thing about that is that i had already been around you <laughs> And I just didn't know it was you. So, um, and I remember at first too, I, I like, for whatever reason, I, I like, um, I would see you around, but I would be like, I, for whatever reason, I feel like, like you, you not, you look kind of not mean, but like serious. Like, I don't know. Do you get that a lot that you look serious? <coughs> yeah. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, people have been, um, like 
gone up to like my mom and like whoa like your son's so mysterious what's going on i'm just like i just like keep to myself and i'm like a very big like people watcher and so like i'll just see how the environment is going on and then once i like meet certain people i'll be like what up yo what's going on like that's just my personality so a lot of people like make up shit and yeah they have never even met me before so it's it is what it is yeah, because, like, um, so what happened with me is, like, I saw you a few times, and now you were just, like, serious. You weren't really talking to people. So I was like, dude, like, I don't know. Like, I, I wanted to say, like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, like, I like your stuff or whatever. But I was always just like, dude, like, he don't, he look like, I don't know. He, he looks like he don't want nobody talking to him and shit. <laughs> so, and then, like, like, I think the third time that I, like, saw you, you were, like, with some of the people that we know mm-hmm. mutually. And you were just like fucking like laughing and joking around with him, and I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, this is a whole nother person." And then I, I, I like after that, like I don't, I don't think we ever like officially, officially met. Like, hi, my name is Daniel, <laughs> but like we we just kept being around each other through we like took mutual shots friends, <laughs> and we took shots. I was always like at the meets, like I was kind of known for taking a fucking a bottle of Fireball and just like giving everybody shots and shit. Um, and yeah, and then so like I, we, we kind of just kind of like started being around each other here and there and then kicked it a little bit at the uh, at Allen's barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kind of I had like I hadn't interacted with your stuff for a while, like how the algorithm works. Like mm-hmm. if I if you don't interact with somebody or like like some of their yeah, stuff, you won't see their shit. So I hadn't really seen your stuff. So after Allen's thing, like I kind of like went through your page again and I, I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> fucking Apollo out here fucking killing the game like what the fuck like so you you just like on your own learn to shoot and edit and all that stuff um yeah I I really uh like I just since I've started shooting it's been well I thought it was like five years but people have been telling me it's seven years so I can't remember if it's been five or seven years now but I've just constantly been um trying to just perfect my work and um there's definitely been times where i've like seen other photographers where i've paid to like take their like editing courses but it's all just teaching myself and i just i don't know i'm just i've always been like hungry to improve i definitely know that like there was a time when i first got into photography where i've i've lost some friends because like i was hungry for like going to the next step in photography and they were satisfied so it's like it is what it is you know nah yeah and you have to kind of surround yourself with people that are trying to like get better and not just in like in every way you know like oh for sure it's always it's always best to be around uh people like that i wanted to ask you like so were you into other stuff before you got into like photography as far as like creative stuff i was just Ever since I was in high school, like 15 years old, I started competing in robotics competitions. And so I was very mechanically gifted, I guess that's art or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was just super passionate. Like that was all I did until I was basically until I got into photography. I was in robotics competitions um, all through high school into I started becoming a like a a drive coach for like the students and stuff. So I was like teaching them how to control robots and all that. Mm-hmm. And then um, some like drama went down in the um, robotics team that I was at. 
And so I left. And so that's what I was doing 24 seven every day of the week. Mm -hmm. And so when I left that, I didn't know what I was going to do that with because anything that I do, I put 110% into it. So, um, when my like friend asked me to do the like photo shoot with her, Mm-hmm. It was like an instant, I'm in this, like, ready to go, so. That's kind of crazy, so, in a way, like, you're ready to transition into photography, kind of like. Yeah, and the thing is, like, even even when I started doing, like, photography on the side, I still was in engineering. I was, I literally have been in engineering for the last nine, nine years or so. Okay. So, like. Even when I've been doing photography, I've been still doing engineering on this, like on both sides. So I've been like constantly using both sides of my brain. So you think one helps the other? I think they both help each other because there's definitely like technical stuff that comes from like the engineering side or side of my brain where I feel like it definitely helps with certain like perspectives of the art side. And then there's also that like creative side of the art side that helps you with um like coming up with new ideas for like engineering you're approaching it more like maybe like on an artistic angle that Mm -hmm. other people might not be so you weren't into like drawing or like any kind of (laughs) stuff like that you weren't like creative or anything no i i really couldn't um draw everyone in my family could draw like i would i would do horrible at art class um the only like other arts that I did was I was in theater, so I did that, and then um, I was a musician, so I played drums, guitar, and I was singing, nice. and so that was my other arts, I guess. Um, but besides that, like once I got into robotics when I turned fifteen, that was all I did. That I would play music once in a while here and there, mm-hmm. but that's literally all I did almost all year round was that. When you say robotics, like. You mean like actually building like robot type stuff or? Yeah. <laughs> you were out here doing fucking battle bots and shit or? Um, Isn't that what they, what is that called? So I worked at, um, or when I was in robotics, I, uh, it was called a, it, the organization's called First. And um, it wasn't like battle bots. Um, instead, they did, um, every ge- every year the game was different. And it was a different obstacle course, almost. Mm. And they had, like, different props on the ground and different things. And for, like, instance, for my senior year, it was probably my favorite year. It was called Aerial Assault. And um, they had um, Frisbees that you'd pick up off the ground. And there was different goals that you'd shoot these Frisbees into. And then... So what you're you guys were using like drones to No, they were, they were literally like robots that we built. We were all high school kids and um so the game was different every year. And from the day that you find out what the game is, mm-hmm. you had 6 weeks to build, design, program the robot and then you would have to pack it up and you couldn't touch it until the competition. Nice. So that's what we would do. Um I was with the robotics team for six years, and we went to world championships five years in a row. Really? And then we were division champions three of those years. Damn, that's crazy. And then in 2015, we went to China as the U.S. representatives and beat all the Chinese teams while we were out there as well. Really? Yeah. 
USA. USA. <laughs> Did not know that about you at all. You were into like. Oh yeah, I'm I'm such a nerd. Like really? yeah, I'm such I'm the biggest nerd ever. Until you fucking pull pull out your sleeves and shit. <laughs> Even when I pull out my sleeves, it's Star Wars on one of the arms. So it's like I'm still a nerd on there. My leg is all like anime shit too. So kind of like wanted to uh, ask you a little bit more, like when you, with your photography, like mm-hmm. working with people, like when you're like shooting with people, do you normally kind of like instruct them what to do or you guys kind of like you guys plan the shoot beforehand like how does your process kind of go with you it really depends um it goes from client to client because there's definitely you're gonna get those clients that are already very experienced Mm -hmm. and they already have like their poses down they already know um what is gonna what angles look good for them Mm -hmm. in general so when it comes to those kind of people it's a lot easier to just kind of let them do what they do. Mm. Some of those kind of shoots can be like, hey, we're going to shoot on this day and it can just be that simple. Mm-hmm. And then I've definitely had other clients where we've literally like planned out the shoot three months in advance. Mm-hmm. We've hired a makeup artist to come on set, get the studio, like talk about each outfit that we're going to do in like and figure out which ones we're going to do at a time, like which one goes first and then second and then third. And then there's definitely been people I've shot where I've literally like held like a mirror over my head because they're, they don't know how they like their body moves. So I've literally like held, like I've, I literally bought, bought like a round mirror to like put over my forehead while I was shooting. So at least they could like see themselves and they could kind of move and stuff. So yeah, there's definitely been a lot of different, approaches it just depends on the experience of the client that literally is like a whole new way of shooting because the the insta the fucking selfie thing is a thing Mm -hmm. so literally girls know like like they know their best angle when they're looking so it's like perfect that you put a fucking mirror so they can see oh yeah because there was um i shot this one model and she was a big influencer like in the millions when influencer and um, I just remember, um, like, seeing all her photos and, like, she has, like, s- tons of great poses. And then when it came to shooting her, she didn't know how to pose. She was just like, I need your help. I need you to help me, like, figure it out. Yeah. And she was the reason why I bought. I ended up buying a mirror because I, ha- I knew I was going to have another shoot with her later on. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, like, help- <laughs> I had to help her, like, do different pose- poses. But once I brought the mirror, she could look at that. And then it was like, oh. I, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So like when you, I mean, I know you're now like photography is your main job, right? Like, like that's your, yeah. Do you mainly uh, do work with people that approach you or like how often are you doing stuff that you want to do? Like, you know, like let's say you have an idea and like a model you think might work with it. Do you do stuff like that? Or you're just right now, you're just doing what comes along i've definitely worked with a few people where like we come up with something and it's just because i want to do something like creative that's different recently i just um i've been just booking a lot of clients with um uh to like get shoots like under my belt but it's what's been really interesting is recently a bunch of my clients have been just like noticing a bunch of the 
different stuff that I shoot in general. Mm-hmm. And they've been wanting to do like more creative shoots. Like yesterday I did a photo shoot with this girl and she was telling me that she booked the studio because she loves all the neon stuff that I do. Mm. She bought these certain colors because she noticed this. I, I work with certain colors while I edit my photos. Mm -hmm. And so she already kind of planned out to shoot my liking of a shoot without me even like telling her I want to do that. So I've definitely had those. And that obviously makes it easier for you, you think, or like you rather, Oh no, it makes it way easier because I've definitely had like a client um, one time book a studio that I already shot at. And then the same, she literally bought the same clothes as a model that I already did this shoot. So literally (laughs) I even like warned her too. And I was like, Hey, like I've already shot this exact same look. And she's like, I just want to do this look. And I'm like, but it's literally the same thing I already did. Like, I'm like, Like, I literally, like, asked her, I'm like, we can go to so many different studios. We can come up with our own concept. Like, we can do this and that. And yeah. she was just so uh, stuck on doing that specific look. So um, we ended up doing that shoot. And uh, I never posted the photos. But she did. <laughs> she liked them. But, like, like when it when you're doing, like, that's probably, like, the the most biggest thing that I get annoyed with is because I know that I'm really creative. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I feel like they don't realize that we can make something our own that's gonna be like crazy like <laughs> creative. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to copy and paste something that I've already done. Yeah, yeah. Like br- believe in the process. Like if you really like that those photos, just think of what I'm gonna come up with for us, you know? Yeah. I I took like these photography courses and uh one of the conversations that we would have often is that, um, like, you know how painting's been around forever and mm-hmm. people kind of, uh, for the most part, people understand, like, the value system in painting and stuff. But with photography, I, I don't think the general public understands that it's, it's like art. Like, it's just like painting. Like, you can get that creative with photography. Yeah. And I think for the most part, people don't really understand that. Um, so, like, if you're somebody that that is looking to to do like a shoe with somebody like as like be creative because like people want that you know like um i mean just think about it like a lot of shit's been done already like you know there's a lot of people shooting so a lot of a lot of things get copied and so like the more original you can get the better so definitely don't be afraid to like ask to be creative you know don't if you're going to pay somebody to yeah to work, you might as well like do some original shit, you know. You you kind of mentioned this earlier that uh like the your model like flaked on you like on your side how often like how prevalent how you know like what's your numbers or whatever when it comes to like people showing up or canceling um, on you. To this day, I still get cancellations. It's just part of the, like, show. Um, I've definitely had people tell me that I just need to, like, do, um, like, no cancellation fees or have them, like, do a deposit. So maybe that'll, like, make them more, like, not flaky. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, the number, like, I can't tell you a number off the top of my head. It just happened a lot. Yeah. 
it's been like actual influencers and then you got your regular like instagram models like everyone mm-hmm. i've just <laughs> i've had quite a few yeah yeah, I'm, yeah so in general you think it's just like it's just one of the things that just comes with the territory when you're working with people oh yeah photography for sure probably the biggest thing about it is just not being intimidated and like don't let that put you down because Mm -hmm. especially when i like first started shooting and you're like reaching out to different like models and stuff just like on instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. you're gonna get so many no's or you're just not even gonna get replies in general and so that you gotta just have that like mindset of just like keep on trying keep on trying until someone finally says yes you know so it sounds like fucking dating for guys and shit in general yeah i guess so. gotta fucking keep trying <laughs> that's kind of good to hear a little bit because man like for i like honestly i before even before rona and everything i had stopped shooting with people a little mm-hmm. bit because of that because so many people just wouldn't show up or like they're just like cancel Mm-mm. and then i i like for me i started taking it like like i started questioning like is it me is it something that like am i giving some weird vibe or something like what the f-? so yeah it's like i guess it happens to everybody see like even when that kind of stuff happens though like for me like because of just like my stubbornness that just makes me want to shoot even like more mm-hmm. and get better at my like work and so what i've done before <laughs> <coughs> Um, what I've done before is I've literally, um, like if a model has canceled on me, mm-hmm. I have reached out to the model's friends and shot their friends so that they, they see that I've shot with people around her. So like, yeah. they'll see like, Oh, this is a cool photo. And then they look like, Oh, this is the person I bailed out on. So I've done that wow. too. <laughs> hey, but some some people, hey, that's the only way that you they'll learn. You know, you gotta fucking, you know, play on that level and shit. Yeah, like um, the value of photography is still just like no one still to this day like knows. Like, you can go to like an out art gallery for paintings, and people won't. It it could be like a freaking spot just on one. P- like painting and it can go for like $45,000 and mm-hmm. no one will question it. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about rates for photography, holy mm-hmm. crap, everything just goes out of the door. Everyone yeah. starts freaking out like, oh my God, I get, I usually get my photos for free or I get them mm-hmm. for this much or that much. But it like really comes down to you're paying what the artist is putting out. And um, it's just, I don't know, it's still like, so like undervalued yeah for and sure I've, I've literally like you like the biggest example that i've been using is like how much money do you spend on when you go to get your nails done mm-hmm. how much money do you spend to get your hair done your face done like everyone yeah. knows you're getting your boobs done now like everyone's yeah. getting lip injections because you want to look good yeah like you want to feel like the best of yourself so why wouldn't you want to put that same kind of money into these photos that you want to look good of yourself as well? Yeah. So uh, I've uh, I've gotten a couple of people where they're like, oh, he's right. And then I've still had others that have gone to other places. And I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. No, yeah, like <clears throat> how I was saying earlier about how photography is still kind of like um, a little bit like un- not underrated, but just like 
undervalued in that aspect. And and I think it is like just a a, a lack of understanding of what comes with photography mm-hmm. because still in in general people you're always gonna get the you just take a picture and then you like but they don't understand the process of you like it's it's a whole fucking you literally have to fucking take a card out of the camera put it in the computer upload it and then do the editing and then send it even sending it is like there's a whole process and then the, with the stuff that you can do it's literally like painting like yeah and, and i like i paint <laughs> yeah like i it's the same like the um as far as what you can do creatively um the value is like just as as same as painting it's just like the same but i like oh yeah just yeah people don't realize that like the photo shooting part is actually the shortest part of the entire process mm-hmm. i had a client asking me because i'm supposed to be doing a shoot either tuesday or no um thursday or friday and they're like asking if they need one or two like hours to like book down and i was telling them like even if it's two hours like don't worry about it the most time that it's gonna be taken is all the editing that i do especially for my style of editing it's because like well i mean we know because we were with pictures and Mm -hmm. we're we're there you know doing the editing but in general still it's like for the most part yeah just people don't see everything that goes into it and um shit maybe we need to start posting more shit where we're actually showing a lot more of the process that goes into it you know like um i've definitely like i might not post it on like my instagram stories but i've definitely like put in i've like sent like some of my clients like actual videos of like the different mm-hmm. the process that i've gone through to get it to the final photo mm-hmm. so they can kind of like see like oh man he did a lot for this photo yeah, yeah, yeah so i might not like post it for everyone to see but i've definitely posted it for like my clients and like sent them like little videos while i'm editing it mm-hmm. hey that might be a you might have just discovered a whole <laughs> new type of video you can make to because yeah I don't, I don't i mean you could find certain things like specifically like if you want to learn how to do it kind of like a specific thing as far as like stuff that's on youtube where you learn where you're learning mm-hmm. like i'm sure there's like you, there's if you type in you know like how to do this or that on adobe um photoshop or lightroom whatever you're using you can find it but mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever seen like a full process especially someone that has already like kind of a niche where they already have like a style or whatever mm-hmm. i don't think i've seen videos like that mm-hmm. i don't know if you want to put out how you do your what you do you know <clears throat> um that's for one one on one sessions. <laughs> Book them. <laughs> you um you have a website or you mainly just do most of your stuff with Instagram? Um, I currently rebuilt my website, so it should be up now. It's uh, Apollo's Awaken at uh or dot net. So Apollo's Awaken dot net. Oh sure, I'll I'll throw it up so they could check it out. When it comes to um editing like how how long is the process like i mean you don't have to get specific but like literally just let people know like what um how much of your process is that stuff like the boring well i don't know if it's boring for you but yeah it's not really boring for me but uh i probably would say probably the shortest amount of time that i've taken on one photo is probably a half an hour that's probably the minimum and that's not like 
I don't know. That's just the minimum of time that it's taken me to edit a certain photo. But like even that photo, it was like very minimum stuff that I had to edit. Like depending on your client, you'll be removing blemishes and stuff. And then there's certain clients that are just like their skin is perfect where you have to do like minimum retouching. So Mm -hmm. it really depends. But uh, I've definitely like it's taken me like a week before to edit like five photos because I just didn't like how they were coming out or in the Mm. different tones, different colors. So I would like restart from the beginning until Mm. I got it like how I wanted it to be. For sure. (laughs) How often are you getting like the people that ask you to do some wild ass edit? Like, you know, like do do this to my booty or because I've got random people like, Ask me, like, to do fucking surgery on their, through a picture, man. For the most part, I actually haven't had too many people ask me. I've probably had two clients out of everyone that I've shot where they've asked me not even to, like, edit their booty, but maybe just, like, slim down their sides a little. Mm. Like, besides that, like, I haven't, I've, I've been lucky enough where I haven't had to do any, any wild, real, like, crazy editing to people's body figures. Yeah, for me, I kind of like, I I kind of like to keep it like as simple as I can. I don't like to get crazy with the editing. So yeah, I'm always like, nah, I probably can't do that. Yeah. I think the biggest like body editing that I ever did, and it wasn't even actually that like, I didn't change the shape of her. She just uh, was telling me like, hey, I had like gnarly like surgery and uh, pregnancies and stuff and so she had these crazy stretch marks all Mm -hmm. over her stomach Mm -hmm. and she just asked me politely if she could if it would okay if i could remove them yeah yeah, yeah. and so that's like that's probably the biggest like like body modifications i did was get rid of all her stretch marks on her stomach because she just wanted to feel good in the photos yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sucks because some you know some women like they can pop a baby out and go like regular back mm-hmm. to their and then some just like just stomach never comes back like 100 percent. it's like it's crazy the whole that whole process like what women go through to to pop us out man it's crazy if you really think about it like oh, if yeah. you if you start like reading or or going through the details of all the shit that it's wild man y'all um y'all was amazing women <laughs> um I mean, you're a photographer, so I I always gotta ask. Like, I'm sure you've had some fucking bad experiences. Like, you don't have to name anything or anything, but like, what are some like the like the like <laughs> negative <laughs> negative shit that comes with photography as far as like working with people and stuff? You have you ever had some fucked up? Oh, I've had plenty of I have plenty of like negative stories but like with with like photography like it comes back to how we were talking about like value there's always going to be people that like don't value your time and your work and you got to just kind of move on and move past those kind of people um be ready to have that like customer service kind of attitude for certain people because it's just that's just how it is you're dealing with people on a date on a day-to-day basis um and then um like don't have like don't have fear for like bigger influencers like to let them like bully you bully you around because i've definitely had like certain like 
influencers um, not want to pay me because they have a bigger following than me and they can just get me the, they get me like extra like people looking at my Instagram. I'm like, Hey, like I'm still a photographer. Yeah. Like I still need money. Like, so, um, you, you, you can't pay your bills with exposure. <laughs> yeah. There's only been like one model that, um, gave me like a ton of exposure but that person still paid me, like, still paid for my shoots. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, that's probably, there's only, like, one person that ever really gave me, like, a real big exposure. And she still paid. For, <laughs> she didn't, she, like, I wasn't even expecting her to pay for that shoot. And she's like, hey, I like paying my photographers. What's your rate? Here you go. Like, I was for not sure. ready for that shit. So, yeah. Um, I was yes. really appreciative of that. Um, you're going to, I don't know, photography, you're going to always fight. There's always going to be some kind of mean people or certain people that just only think about themselves. And that comes, it comes back to them not understanding photography. And so you'll definitely get those people that just kind of like reach out to you and be like asking for your, <laughs> you'll get those people that will reach out and um like just ask for raws because they get too tired to wait for your photos or whatever yeah and um there's just there's there's a lot of negatives that can happen but that's just human nature it's just humans being humans so yeah in anything that you do in in life you're gonna have to deal with crappy people one way or the other um, it's just like focusing on the positives of photography and why you're doing that. For sure, for sure. And like, like for newer, you know, for maybe people that might be just starting out, like, what are some things that you might have uh, wanted to know early on, like when you were starting out with photography? Maybe like some advice you would give somebody that's just like starting to get into it. Um, for that, like YouTube is your friend. Um, and also you might find like, um, certain photographers that you really like their like editing styles. And a lot of them nowadays sell their own like, um, editing tutorials and don't like, I feel like some people like get too prideful, like, Oh, I have my own technique or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to learn how, how they do it. Cause I do it differently. Nah, I've spent. I've spent plenty of money on other people's tutorials mm -hmm. and I might not use every single one of their techniques, but that helped me better my editing. So I'm like, Oh, I never thought of like, um, brushing tools like this, doing it this way. Right. So like be a lot more open and like, just like you want people to spend money on you to perfect your work. It's, you also got to put out, sometimes you got to put out money to like buy a course or whatever mm -hmm. so you can better your skills as well so yeah. i've i think i've spent like i've bought like three or four different editing courses over the years of just just so i could learn new like techniques i i bought like a one-on-one -on -one session with this photographer that i always looked up to and he showed me some like dodge and burn stuff so it's like you want to like surround yourself with the people that are 
trying to be successful as well. The people that are always talking down on their own work, the people that are okay or satisfied with spending 15, 10 minutes on an edit, like those aren't the people you want to be around. You want to be around the people that are actually hungry to succeed and get better. Right. And so like, I know like for me personally, I definitely struggled with that a little when I first started because like I had certain friends that were, they're like fifth, like they're like, I don't, like if it takes more than fifteen minutes to edit a photo, then I'm not gonna edit it. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> I want this to be the best photo that it could possibly be. Yeah. And so you might, you know, you might lose people on your journey, but at the same time, you're gonna meet new people that are on that same journey that you're like going down. For and sure. that's what's gonna be a lot better. Like I've definitely like since like my following has gone up over the years like i've definitely heard like people like whisper and say stuff about me especially because like i'll start hanging out with other big following photographers and it's not because like they're like i don't care that about their numbers it's that they have like they have perfected their skill too and so Mm -hmm. i want to learn like through other successful people. For sure. You're not going to learn success from people that are failing, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. So. What are some of the people that you kind of like, kind of like looked up to their style? Like, or? um, when the prop, so when I first started, I only used the Lightroom and what got me into Photoshop is I did a, a Mark Singerman editing course that he goes kind of like through, like an hour part of like the first hour of the video is him in Lightroom. And then the second hour is in Photoshop. That was like the big open doors of me, like ever touching Photoshop. And so that was the first open door for me to start exploring the world of Photoshop. I like, I liked his like colors and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, um, that was just kind of the beginning. And then I just have met like different cool people over the years um so it's been it's been a fun ride for sure and, and like you also do video work like same thing you just kind of like youtube and um. yeah i've gotten more into video over this last year just because i've seen a need for it basically yeah for sure well, and a lot uh, of shit's going toward video yeah a lot of stuff going towards video and then um like my old job that i was working at mm-hmm. they needed a videographer for all the work that we we're doing so i just kind of picked it up yeah, yeah and so i'm still learning all that kind of stuff as well so that's a completely different monster to tackle <laughs> compared to photography so yeah. i've been just youtubing stuff when i need to learn different stuff yeah, yeah what do you what do you use like i use premiere pro and like i've I've gotten out, so I started with um, iMovie, went to Final Cut, mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm, like, learning on Premiere Pro. Yeah, so I, I started at Once Upon a Time years ago on iMovie, and then mm-hmm. I moved my way up to Premiere Pro. Premier Pro. It's simple, but there's still some shit, like, it's funny, like, I'll look for, to do something that I can't do, and then there's, like, four or five different ways to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they do a really good job of, like, really giving you everything you need to, like, Mm-hmm. You know, make a video or whatever um and so people can find your work on um your website and on um instagram and so if people want to work with you we're going to hit you up on instagram yeah they can hit me up on instagram or on my website 
there's a bouts page that kind of explains part of my story and at the end at the bottom of it it has a contact so they can email me as well so i respond pretty quick to both for sure and um so, like is there anything you haven't done that you wanted to get into as far as like creatively when it comes to photography maybe somebody you know maybe might want to work with you on something um i've been trying to i've just always liked the um like the edm rave music festivals and so i've been trying to get into contacts with uh, more people that are involved with like different djs and stuff because it's sure. i'm really into like neon stuff mm. as is like with regular models and so i feel like I've talked to some other people where I feel like getting into that, like, DJ mm -hmm. with all the crazy lights and stuff, that's right up my alley. So I've been looking into that as well. For sure. So any promoters looking for some fucking <laughs> photographers for DJ events and shit like that? Holla at your boy. <laughs> so, um, like, what else have you been getting into aside from photography? I know you've been... Jumping a little bit back into like going out. Oh, hang on. Handle. It's right here, right? Outside. It was kind of funny. I hadn't recorded in a little bit. So, like, when we started record recording earlier, I, like, I started recording and then I fucking started freezing the fuck up. Like, what do I say? <laughs> It was kind of funny. I was getting all nervous. I don't even know why, man. I was just like fucking. Oh, he started fucking like sweaty and shit. Like I had a, I had a fucking, I had a chill and smoke a motherfucking bowl and shit. It was funny. I might stop and hit another bowl right now. So aside from the photography stuff, like you getting, uh, what else have you been getting into now that we're fucking free and out this bitch? <laughs> Um, recently I've just, um, for the most part, I have been focusing on like, um, photography, like every day I'll have friends that are like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like editing. They're like, Hey, what are you doing? Editing just like every single day. Um, but like since, uh, the pandemic and all that has, uh, like gotten a lot better. Um, I've definitely gone out, um, clubbing a little more. Um, I just like dancing, so wherever there's a place to dance, I like to go there. For sure. You feel like it's kind of like everybody's, like, chilling out and kind of freeing up? Because I remember at first, it was kind of like people would be I iffy to get close and shit, but, like, like think kind of like it's starting to, like, go back to normal. Yeah, it's starting much. to go back to normal, and it's really weird. Like, I still, like, trip out. Like, I'll still, like, have, like, a mask inside my, like, pocket, even though that there's the, like, mandate for the mask is, like, up or whatever. So, mm -hmm. like, I'll be in stores now and still be, like, kind of, like, do I put it on or not? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I generally just throw it on just so that nobody has to tell me anything. And I, I just, when I'm going to, like, when I'm out, I'm, I'm cool. But if I go, like, to any... Basically, any if I go into a building, mm -hmm. it's not like my house. I'll basically just throw it on still, just to whatever, be polite or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it it kind of feels like, you know, things are kind of like 
going back to normal and shit where we're fucking yeah things are definitely going back to normal it, it's great to feel like i i really like going to raves and so all these raves are coming back so i'm really excited for that shit and you we were talking earlier before we were recording that you were kind of like getting into music you have a you guys just released a track with i am just cause oh yeah um yeah i, I kind of I, I, like <laughs> i was watching your story and i was like what the hell you fucking sings too goddamn out here doing everything and shit that's cool like what was that what was that experience like because that was like the first music you that's you put out right um yeah that was the first like song that i've ever actually recorded i've written other songs i've been playing music since i was in high school i used to have a band back in high school and three out of four of the guys could play multiple instruments and we all could sing nice. so it was always fun at shows because um one of our buddies he would like he would be playing guitar and then i'd be playing drums and then we would switch like halfway through the set or something like that nice. So I've just always had a passion for music. And like when people ask me, like, what's your favorite genre? Like, I can't give a genre because you learn so much from all the different genres. Yeah. So I'm constantly listening to a ton of different music. But um, yeah, uh, I'm just because has been trying to get me to play or like record a song with him forever. Like we've gone to um, we've done like karaoke nights, like all the, like we used to do those all the time. Nice. And he just kind of wanted me to get it in the studio forever. And so um, a couple months back, he uh, came over to my house and I was showing him some like editing techniques. And then after he just showed me all these different beats that he had. And then we kind of just like wrote a song right on the spot. And then after that, literally like a week later mm-hmm. or a couple days later. I don't know. It, it was not more than a week later. We ended up going to a, an actual uh, recording studio. And so that was my first time in one of those. Nice. And uh, it was a fun experience after yeah. you, I did the first one and we like finally finished recording and the producer was like done, like mixing everything. I'm like, all right, so when's the next one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's funny. I just had my uh, that kind of just happened to me. Um, so my dad does karaoke a mm-hmm. lot of weekends. Like he's always been into music and mm-hmm. he like he's into singing and stuff. And um, like I've never been down to do any any karaoke. And, and uh, they they always ask me like I'll go to the kitchen or something and get something. And they'll ask me like Come on, sing with us. And I'll be like, You guys got to get me drunk to do that. And then finally, I was like, Dude, you know what? I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. So I, I just went out and I like t- took a few shots and I um like whatever I started like trying to sing because like I like I'm not the type of person that just learns songs music real easy mm-hmm. like that 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 shit amazes me <laughs> I'm like how the fuck do you know all those songs like my dad knows a bunch of songs mm-hmm. and I always trip out on anybody that like sings and can like that knows a bunch of, like I don't like I and then I'm I don't really have experience with like trying to sing and read at the same time so it's like my shit was all fucked up but i was singing and then like the songs would end hella quick and i'll be like what the hell man i want to keep going like 
<laughs> it was kind of funny, but it was totally fun. I was like, why, why didn't I try this earlier, you know? You just got to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, for sure. I, I've, like, I've always been, like, the typical guy that fucking doesn't talk and just, like, I've always, like, stayed to myself. And, mm-hmm. like, as I've gotten older and kind of, like, read on, like, self-help books and, like, you know, how to, like do well and be well type shit like a lot of them start saying the same shit i don't know where the fuck i was going with that but <laughs> anyways um say you were telling me about your mom earlier that she was she was raving when so that's where the music comes from you think um i like dancing and um i was telling them earlier that um when my mom was pregnant with me, she was go-go dancing for, like, underground raves. And so she's always, like, dancing. So, yeah. yeah it, it's just, like... My mom's just, like, that came from me, for sure, that you like to dance. She yeah. like, she'll, like, see some of my stories on Instagram and be like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, mother, like, son. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you were you were inside, like, bumpy now and shit. The baby's kicking. (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if that's literally, I mean, it probably is why you enjoy music and stuff. Yeah, it's a possibility. Or like, did you, did you guys like grow up like listening to a bunch of different type type music too? Yeah, we listened to a ton of music. It was a lot. It was all over the place. Yeah, same. Like I, 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 I can basically listen to, listen to anything pretty much like mm-hmm. i know a lot of people say oh, i like all, but i i pretty much do like any type of music like mm-hmm. uh my last podcast i was talking to david and he uh he uh he's into like blues and a lot of like mm-hmm. older stuff and um so he was like telling me about about a few artists and i started like listening to some of the some mm-hmm. of the stuff and it's cool like i enjoyed it it was like a a it was actually a, like a blues jazz mm-hmm. type stuff and it was really cool like it actually even he he was told he was telling me about a specific song and a specific cover mm. that it was kind of like emotional the way, the way that he, mm-hmm. the guy sang the song and yeah sure enough like I'm not in general like an emotional person mm-hmm. but um yeah I was kind of like Ugh, I was kind of feeling it a little bit mm. you know like that's crazy like yeah music music is is uh like transcendent we we're, we're talking about that too like it's just like it's crazy how like people can vibe to different like i i've met people that don't know spanish mm-hmm. like one uh uh one of our our landlords where we used to live he was a they were armenian mm-hmm. and he used to like this singer named julio iglesias i don't know if you ever heard of him he's like a spanish singer and that he like he's really famous mm-hmm. and this guy would sing all his songs like he knew every one of his songs but he didn't know one like word of spanish but he knew every single song that's me i don't know spanish at all but put some put some fucking well when it comes to dancing you could get down to yeah i know that yeah for me like i I just don't know spanish at all but when it comes to like spanish music and it comes on i'm ready let's go let's go (laughs) yeah it's like it's a vibe and like that's what i mean like you 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 know like you just have to feel the rhythm and the vibe of the music and you Mm -hmm. fucking get in it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but yeah like uh, um, a lot of dudes uh just are with that fucking. I'm a motherfucking man. I don't do that shit. You know, like I'm I'm too G for that shit. 
Yeah, the sooner they realize that girls actually like you more when you dance, the better. <laughs> or dance or just be outgoing or fucking have some motherfucking personality. Yeah, you know? have a like, fucking personality. Like, I because, yeah, that's what I grew up around, the, the fucking dudes that are fucking, I'm hard, bro. Like, I don't do shit. I just stand here and fuck it, you know? That's literally, like, that's all I've known. And, yeah. Um, I think that's where, like, I was kind of telling you earlier that, like, one of the things when I imagine, like, like trying to do something in front of a big-ass crowd and shit, like, I'm like, because that's just, like, everything my brain tells me, like, to do the opposite of that shit. Because yeah. my whole life, everybody's, like, been telling me to not stick out, you know, to fucking stay in my little space or whatever yeah. and shit. But, yeah, no, nah, it's, like, man, just fucking, you only live once. Enjoy life, fucking, you know. Um shit because we could go at any time man you could just be fucking we live every day we die once Sp- spitting some motherfucking knowledge <laughs> any uh maybe like words of advice for photographers or anything you have coming up find your own style find what makes you happy you don't have to follow like a certain way that people edit or whatever whatever way that you like doing it do it that way because you're gonna f- get feel the most real you're gonna get the most like real side of you from that and people will tell people will notice your edits because um, there's definitely people that will just like copycat like whatever what whatever the new like fad is or whatever mm-hmm. and you can definitely tell and so just remember to like like still take and learn from those different artists but remember that every artist is different and Mm -hmm. so what may work for them might not work exactly for you like the whole just instagram and all the different the tiktoks and like twitter all the different algorithms just because they took a photo like this used these colors use this pose doesn't mean you're gonna if you did the exact same photo, like if you just stole their photo, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to get exactly the same kind of engagement or following or whatever. Right. So focus on yourself. Like I've definitely over the years have had to like, instead of like worried about how many likes I've gotten, really focus on the actual like photo that I'm trying to create and like get better at that. So, Yeah. For sure. Are you planning to get more into, like, video stuff as far as, like, showing how you kind of do your thing when it comes to, like, photography? Because I, I know I asked you earlier about the, uh, like, behind-the-scenes mm. type stuff. Like, you're, I, I you mean, have plans? I'm, def- on- I'm definitely trying to um, – I've definitely talked to a few people, and I'll, I've been trying to get more of uh, behind-the-scenes film or photos for people to see, like, what – what's actually happening behind the scenes of the photo shoot for sure and you don't have like a youtube page anything like that yeah i do not like you said a video is where it's um you know like it's heading isn't instagram supposedly gonna try to shift more to video shit i think i saw some yeah we'll see what happens with that yeah i saw some posts about that that i was like i wonder why like they're really fucking (laughs) They're trying to fucking trash their fucking whole model and fucking start trying, some new they're shit. They're just trying to copycat uh, TikTok. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, but that's kind of weird. Why shit totally try to shift here? Your... Because they're seeing how 
Yeah. How basically just like Gen Z is all for TikTok. But but isn't what's helping TikTok a little bit too is that a lot of their fat like following is from like China. And no. that's, that's what helps you get all the fucking crazy no. numbers. They don't have a shitty ass algorithm like uh, Instagram because it's more new. Like hashtags actually work. Songs actually like certain songs that are popular will actually be seen. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I have one of my videos on there. It has like 1.5 million fo- like views. Really? Yeah. Uh, but like a behind the scenes type. Uh, it's a or- it's a behind the scenes video of like me taking a couple of photos, or it's a video of like showing like the model posing, me taking some of the shots, and then it changes over to the actual finished product. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can see how that would get a lot of because uh, yeah, I feel like that a lot of that stuff isn't out like how people are actually like the full process of mm-hmm. like I keep even saying it with this because I was like telling you earlier that it's kind of like a process like I, I feel like when I do this shit like I could literally like sit anybody down and show them how to do it like because mm-hmm. it's like a little process or, or whatever anyways um just wanted to say thanks for coming through and dropping yeah. some knowledge and uh sharing some of your work i will have been showing some of your <laughs> stuff throughout the video so definitely go um go follow him go follow the ig and check out the <coughs> the site and uh yeah if anybody wants to book a shoot hit that dm and shit or yeah the link on the website my name my name on tiktok instagram and twitter are all the same at Apollo's Awakens. Faux show. Um, oh, like uh, one other thing. Uh, how did you get into the meat? How did how did you get into the whole meat thing? That's what I was in. Uh, like, oh. I had a question and I was like, I know I have a fucking question. So I got into the meats once I got into photography and I was starting to like look up like uh, looking for like models. I did. I started doing like hashtag model and i started looking through all these um like different hashtags and uh i came across this like insane photo and it was this guy with a skull and he had all these like crazy like smoke grenades around him and i'm like what the heck what is this and then after i started following i started looking at that person's instagram and it ended up being butch loxon Mm mm-hmm and then he would post, like, he was posting photos of his own work, but he brought me to, he had, like, he was saying that one day he was going to TFTI LA, which we all know as uh, one of the original, like, photo meets around yeah. here. And so I was still living in Orange County, and I started following TFTI, and uh, I just remember them, like, posting, like, mm-hmm. They were having a photo meet, like, one of the nights. And uh, I grabbed my brother, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to L.A. to this photo meet if you want to come. Mm-hmm. And we went there, and it was, like, the first time, like, watching, like, fire breathers for the first time in real life and just chilled with people and hung mm-hmm. out and talked to people. And I took really crappy photos at night. Like, it was great. But okay. I was, like, it was 
it was my first photo meet so it was like it was all so like wow like this yeah. is crazy people actually do this kind of stuff yeah i think most people have that reaction the first time they're like shit what the fuck is and then what's cool about it is that like it's welcoming as fuck like don't you do fire now too yeah like, so i've been doing fire like fire breathing for f- four years now um and like i work with a group uh shutter clicks and we host our own photo meets um we focus on doing uh specifically the mega meets just to bring all the different like um photo meet like groups together so we can all be as like one big family yeah 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 and one just one just happened recently and that was pretty dope because like yeah we're all like coming out of all the fucking being stuck at home and all that so it was cool like seeing everybody and she sometimes i just go out to the meets just to see people you know just yeah. say what's up and yeah for real and fucking maybe if somebody new comes you could like find new people to work with but mm-hmm. yeah and nowadays i just kind of like go to just see everybody yeah, and say what's same, up and same fucking, for sure but um yeah thanks for shooting through and uh Go follow your boy. <laughs> Thank you. Pacing in my studio, just coming up with dapper bars to spit in crucial situations when I play the rapper's part. Heard I got a denim heart and lyricism in my jeans. Cut a track down, leave it bald head like Mr. Clean. Spit it mean, a record fiend. I school you niggas, call me Dean. I'm always speechless, never seen. Stay on the chase for minty green. It's local how these niggas say they ballin', but they broke though. 